Welcome to our Daily Inspiration Podcast. As Inspire Church is walking through a 30-day rule of life, whether you are participating fully or just listening, we hope you are blessed. Hi everyone, Catherine Castrense here, and I get to be one of your podcasters this week on the topic of Sabbath rest. And so I'm so excited to share with you what God has put in my heart. Thank you, Pastor Phil and Inspire Churches for allowing me to be a part of this. So let's get right into it. There are two words for the term rest that helps us define Sabbath rest and is demonstrated by God. The first word is Shabbat, which means to stop working or cease work. It is found in Genesis chapter 2, verses 2 to 3, when God rests after he worked, after he had created for six days, he rested on the seventh day. He Shabbat on the seventh day. The second word is nuach, which means or nuach, which means to dwell or settle, which is also found in Genesis chapter two, but in verse fifteen, when God rests or he settles Adam and Eve in the garden after creating them. Pastor Phil gave the example on Sunday of being hired on a job and having your first full day completely off. You didn't have to go in. You didn't have to start the training. You just had it off. God leads by example as he rests from work Shabbat and then dwells together with his people. What a beautiful picture of productivity then presence. I have a small confession though. I think you've heard this a little too often, but here I am giving you a confession. I don't yet fully live in this reality of having this rhythm. But I totally agree that it is a command from God. He demonstrates it in the very beginning. He gives it as a law to his people and it's fulfilled in Christ. So I believe that with all of my heart. And yet I have this tension where I'm still learning to understand, to process, and to truly incorporate this in my rhythm. And so um, thank you for your patience in hearing me out. But as I have been researching, praying, and learning more about this, and also being given the opportunity, being as a staff member at Inspire Church to practice this, it's been really a humbling experience to let go let down and surrender my will that is so resistant to this and so um let's continue on on sundays typically me and my son because my teenage son is now part of the main service or he he um, worships with us in the main service we'll recap the sermon and to put not a lot of pressure on him i'll just ask him hey what's a takeaway what did you think of the sermon um did anything stick out And one of the first things he said after hearing Pastor Phil's sermon last Sunday on Sabbath rest, he says, I can tell that you were uncomfortable with this sermon. And I was left speechless. It was kind of funny because I know I wasn't like physically uncomfortable, like squirmish or I was getting up to leave because I didn't want to hear this. I wanted to run away. But really, he probably correlated that to what he had observed in my life. He made the connection that my life does not exhibit, does not truly exhibit the rhythm of rest according to God's command and demonstration of it. 
So let's talk about it. What is it that my son sees in me? Or what is that deep dialogue in our minds, in our hearts, and our hearts that keep us from practicing Sabbath rest? Well, today I'm going to talk about three lies and three truths. The three lies are lies that hinder us in our minds and hearts from practicing Sabbath rest. I'm sure there's more, but we're only going to focus on these three. The first lie that hinders us in our minds and hearts from practicing Sabbath rest is this. Productivity gives me value. Think about that for a second. Productivity gives me value. And this lie spirals into I must keep doing so I can prove myself. I must keep doing so I'm worthy. I don't want to be known as someone who is lazy or unproductive. I will be no good to society or my family if I can't do, do, and do. Does that lie sound familiar? Or how about this lie that hinders us in our minds and hearts from practicing Sabbath rest? Having control gives me certainty and authority. Or I should say this, having full control gives me certainty and authority. It can look like this. If I don't do this thing or this project, who's going to do it? And I say this all the time to my son. If the dishes keep piling up and I don't do it, who's going to do it? I'm going to have to do it. And so I start spiraling for all the parents out there who might be giggling because you know exactly what I'm talking about. I don't know about you, but it can, it can get unhealthy really fast. This is also the lie that, get, that keeps people from loving group projects. You just hate being group projects because you got to count on other people. You got to relinquish your authority and, and control. But here's a bigger um, lie that goes into that lie is not having, the, not having control gives me anxiety and worry. So the second lie, sorry, I hope I didn't confuse you. Having control gives me certainty and authority. And that can look like so many things. It can spiral to so many things. And one of those things that it can spiral to is not having control can give you anxiety and worry. The third lie that hinders us in our minds and hearts from practicing Sabbath rest is that busyness breeds happiness. What do you mean? Well, isn't being busy like a badge of honor? Because it essentially means I have so many things going on. Look at me. I am important. People need me. I need to do these things for things to be in place, for things to be perfect. Busyness becomes a badge of honor. Busyness is also a thing that we can use as an excuse to not commit to others or to commit to other things. How about this? I'm so busy that I can't be in fellowship or community. Of which maybe because we don't want to be in fellowship and community. So busyness breeds happiness. It gives us a satisfaction of, yeah, I'm too busy for y'all. I got my own things that I want to do. Busyness also becomes a place that we hide so we can really just pursue the things that make us happy. Did this lie resonate with you? And so these are simple lies and they spiral. They look different 
for different people. People have different things going on in their um, lives, in their minds. And yet, these are three tried and proven lies that really, that we've bought into. Productivity gives me value. Having control gives me certainty and authority. And busyness breeds happiness. But in the second section, I want to talk about the three truths. These are three truths that combat those lies. The first truth is our value is in Christ. If we can't rest because we think our value will become lower, remember that your value is found in Christ and a life hidden in Christ isn't something you work for. He's done it for you. He just wants you and needs you to accept it. Romans 5, 8. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. He did all the work. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Our value is found in Christ. I heard this before. We're not doings. We're beings. Our values found in being in Christ. Second truth. God is sovereign. He is in full control. Tim Mackey of Bible Project in one of the podcasts about Sabbath rest. He says, keeping the Sabbath is an acceptance of God's kingdom sovereignty. Perhaps the most helpful part of a Sabbath rhythm is that it should be a constant reminder that our time does not belong to us, but it is a gift from God. Colossians 1, 16 to 17, For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him, and, and he is before all things, in him all things hold together. This is an interesting thing. God is sovereign and he is in full control. You know, what's funny is that God doesn't even ask us to do it the other way around. Where we work for one day and we rest for six days. I heard this on another podcast. I can't recall at this moment. I didn't write it in my notes. And really, when we tithe our time or we give this time of Sabbath to God, what we're really saying is, yeah, you are in full control, God. Time belongs to you. It's it's not for me to manipulate or I own time, but you do. And as I give you this amount of Sabbath rest, I am acknowledging who is in charge of time. And that is God who is sovereign. Isn't that wonderful? It's 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 a wonderful truth. That's what it is. That's why it's wonderful, because it's a truth. So why don't we new walk in his sovereignty? I know you heard me. I said, let's rest and settle in his sovereignty. The third truth is rest breeds contentment and satisfaction. While busyness breeds happiness, which is a lie, the truth is rest breeds contentment and satisfaction. John Piper says, it is our duty to pursue full and eternal pleasure in God because the conversion because conversion is the awakening the coming into being of a superior pleasure in God rest 
is one of the rhythms in which we find rest is one of the rhythms in which it helps us find satisfaction and pleasure in him he is truly our badge in honor rest reminds us to seek him rest reminds us that this isn't just this isn't religion it's relationship rest reminds us that god is here he's with us he's beckoning us to him he wants to be with us he wants to be in communion with us and so let me recap the three truths and the three lies the first lie is productivity gives me value the second lie having control gives me certainty and authority and the third lie is busyness breeds happiness but we combat those lies with these three truths first truth our value is in christ the second truth god is sovereign he is in full control the third truth is rest breeds contentment and satisfaction in him god has given us the gift of rest we can't argue that he demonstrates it for us in the very beginning it's not a hidden idea it's not a hidden practice as we read about the creation of the things here on earth and people we see what god has done he ceases work so that he could see his glory can see the beauty in creation and he rests he settles with his creation adam and eve and he's with them in communion together if you're like me and you need purpose before you can make any practical changes, I hope that these three lies and three truths are able to awaken you like it's awakened me. In whatever season of life you are in, I pray that you can incorporate a regular rhythm of rest so that you can celebrate your value in Him, delight in His sovereignty, and slow down to take pleasure in God. Let me end us in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, the Lord of the Sabbath, our God, who has given us the gift of rest, thank you. Thank you. Even if I don't delight in it just yet, even if it's not a rhythm just yet, I just want to say thank you that you've given us that gift. Thank you for taking the pressure off. Thank you for showing us your goodness. Thank you for revealing your sovereignty. Thank you for being the author of time. Thank you, God. Lord, I pray for myself and others as we learn to rest in you, as we learn to incorporate this regular rhythm in our lives. Would you guide us, God? We're all coming from different places, different seasons. Guide us. Help us find the practicality in it. Help us find the mind shifts in it. Would you transform our lives in our situations so that we can truly rest in you? In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us. And we hope you are inspired as we journey together to reorient our lives in life-giving practices as demonstrated in God's word. 